When thinking about Māori art, how accessible is it? Well, there's galleries that are usually free entry, artists who sell their work online, and for the past three days, over 200 artists exhibited at Toy Māori Market in Wellington. Julie Noa Noa and Norm Heke are artists themselves, and this week their new book, Māori Art for Kids, is really about that accessibility, using material found in the home to create Māori design pieces like heitiki, heru, or a contemporary twist on tukutuku panels. I caught up with a couple this week at their home, and from the get-go, the topic of conversation was the artwork and taonga puro in their home. A few years ago, we were needing to recover our old seats that had got from a um, second-hand shop anyway. So they they were nice and solid, except the back came out and the cane started ripping away. So off we went to Spotlight to try and tidy them up and we realised that a bit out of our budget for the material. So we started thinking about what we had at home. And then I realised that we had some coffee sacks that I'd had from an activity that I'd done with some kids a few years previous, and they were just still in the in the shed. So Norm got his tools out and he recovered them, and it's actually become quite a thing now. <laughs> so coffee sacks covered in talking chairs. point, yeah, talking point. It's like become really cool. So it's kind of. It is kind of so and it was, it was out of necessity, and we kind of liked the idea of, um, yeah, that whole recycle thing. But it's got to look tasteful as well. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of do edit what we've got in the in our house. Yes. There is a space in behind Norm's workshop that isn't edited. <laughs> <laughs> that's got a whole. It's um yeah, <laughs> rather chocker in there. Top and we luck. could talk about this piece, please. Is it clay? What's this white piece over here? It's um, Corian. Corian. Yes. Hey, that's the this, same material that only could be used on this, yeah. this that's right. pink. It's, yeah, well, Corian. Sticky in that. Yeah, it's Corian. But it's uh, Jacob Scott's piece, and um, I think he's made a number of these pieces for uh, Wananga or something up north. I'm not too sure where it was. but this... I think it, yeah, he's done some work for Wildtech in right. Wellington. And um, I'm not sure, sh- just somebody was describing it to me that they re- when they came over for a visit, she recognised the style. Jacob Scott, I fell in love with this piece at an exhibition that um, Norm was part of in a Napuhi exhibition. The book Māori Art for Kids was the brainchild of Julie Noanoa. She came up with the concept after realising the lack of resources available. Kia ora koutou, ko Julie Noanoa tōku ingo, nō te aitanga hoeti, uh, ko titirangi te maunga, ko uawa te awa. Ai. Kia ora, ko Norman Heke tōku ingo. Uh, the Fakado came out of a lot of reading yep. and researching, sitting in libraries, looking around. Uh, inspiration came from everywhere, but mostly after all that reading, after six months of research, I realised that the job that I'd been doing past few previous few years was actually something that was needed out in the community 
mm. and Aotearoa in general. Um, I was creating programs. It's a really, it's a specialised job creating programs for schools and kids that came into the museum where I worked at Te Papa, and I also worked at City Gallery and. Um, Pataka. So I was very fortunate to have that broad range of experience with art in Tonga. And it all culminated in knowing that there was a definite lack of resources and, and I think a little bit of jealousy at what was available in the mainstream because I was teaching an immersion. Not so much jealousy but kind of yearning for mm. more resources available to us. Mm. So it's for mainstream and uh, for immersion, because having taught thousands of kids over the years that have come through the doors, um, realised that there is, even in Te Ao Māori, there's um, a need for content about the Tonga. Makes it accessible, and I think that's what the whole kaupapa of the book is, is about accessibility of knowledge. So the book is called Māori Art for Kids. Norm, if you want to explain, what is this book essentially um, about? Well, Julie's already said quite a lot of it, but it is making that uh, Māori art um, accessible yeah. to the kids. Um, there's um, 15 well-known Māori artists within the book, um, and the imagery is something that I um, really um, love Working with calls, imagery is um, a big thing for you, Norm. Yeah, yes, yeah. as a graphic artist yourself. Yeah. Yes, and what also another thing is that um, I'm one of these guys that likes learning through the visual medium. And so, what will happen is I look at the pictures, and then may, maybe later on go back and read, um, read it. But uh, what actually happens is the the imagery within the book is quite easy to just to look at. The artists within the actual book. I've represented them um, in, a, in a light that's it's still looking at fine art, but bringing fine art into the school um, and also making it um, accessible to every kid and every parent and uh, every teacher so they can all go home or be at school or be wherever they are and coming up to Christmas they're going to make their Christmas gifts mm-hmm. and um, they are, you know, understanding um, the essence, because um, it's got um, layers within the book. It's, it's um, well, Julie and I have made it so that it's sort of like um, you see some of those cartoons on TV where the parents enjoy it as well as the children, and that's what this book's about, is so the parent will get something out of it as well as the child. Um, page 35, I think there should be, and we've got uh, Kohai Grace with her Tukutuku Patariki uh, Patikitiki. Aroha Mai, 2013, so you've got um, an explanation about kōhai and then the tukutuku panel picture itself and then as we move over um, how uh, uh, um, anyone really, not only not only for kids, can do their own interpretation. Yeah, and we've got friends that have just um, done, done, just gone off and done that um, just the last weekend. But what, not only that, what we've also done is we've asked all the um, artists to give inspirational quotes to young artists and so on each page where the, where the um, artist is actually representing their work, you'll see a quote in there. And the quotes are really inspirational. They're quite neat because it's, um, 
it's it's that's the hardest thing with a young person when you know to inspire you to carry on and just having those words of encouragement really you know really mm. do something for you and um and yeah so it's we're, i'm really pleased with the book i'm uh, and julie has done a fantastic job with her um gathering of knowledge and um and all the information that's in there it's it's concise it's easy to read and um it's basically it's got everything you need for um a, you know it's a fine art book and a children's book linked together Actually, let's talk about the kids. Now, the kids in the book that are making of the um, the, the, the Māori art, they, they're whānau, is it correct? Whānau and friends. Whānau and friends. Yeah. Right at the back, it um, shows some of the people we've oh, yes, privileged yes. to call friends. Um, one person should acknowledge is uh, Dougal Austin, who's a curator, Māori, at Te Papa. Is what, I, what was really important to me is that I get the facts right. Everything that's um, under the artist section is absolutely correct because it's from, it's from them. them. Yeah, and it's in, in their own words, which is fantastic, which is less writing for me. <laughs> are there any artists that are featured in the book that are not quite well-known? Yeah, there is a couple of up-and-coming artists that are sort of... Um, are sort of not household names, but um, and this some of them it might be their f- um, second publication, or whereas a lot of them are all exhibited in that, but uh, a lot of them are sort of um, are still just um, coming up. But what we like to do is what I wanted to do is um, um, a lot more Māori artists. We could have gone around the country, and mm. some people were saying, "Oh, why didn't you get this person? Why didn't you get that person to represent this?" Frankly, it came down to. Um, um, Julie and I are sitting down and saying, okay, you know, who, who do we feel represent this one and represent that one? And we approached quite a few, not many other artists, but everyone just came on board. And when we told them the kaupapa, what it's about, they um, they just came along and uh, were very gracious. And somebody like like Lewis Gardner, he supplied me endless amounts of tiki sent them down to me and I photographed all of them and I chose which ones I wanted for the book and um, you know um, Todd Cooper who um, he finished his um, wakahuya, finished carving it and painting it and sent it down to me specifically for the book and this is a purutiti purutiti, that's correct So when people think of Māori art, they, Māori culture in general, think about poi and heitiki. Those are the common ones. I love this one because I came up with an idea to use recycled T-shirts. You know how you often, if a T-shirt's got a rip in it, you put it in the yep, recycling bin? totally. And one day I realised that you could actually make them with, make poi with a T-shirt and some pillow stuffing. That's all you need. And they're really soft and they're really quite beautiful. Our moko, she plays with hers all the time. So I'm hoping that poi will get revolutionised. <laughs> and we have talked about the artists and their contribution, but really the, the I suppose the, the kaupapa of this book is to make it accessible for kids, but recycling as well, using what you have around the house. Like, look at this one called Fi Fi Container. There's a um, plastic, uh, like a drinking bottle to make a pen holder. There's one that I was inspired by uh, one day. A fickle. 
Feku. No, the Portaka. Oh, the yeah. It's a little spinning top. Portaka they spin really top. well, and all it is is a bamboo stick poked through um, the, the lid of a muscle. <laughs> muscle <laughs> top. Yeah, I was, and you've I was all having, tried these out. Yeah. In, when I was working at Pataka, Margaret Tolland and Linda Fordyce, we spent a lot of time just bubbling with ideas and things and experimenting. How creative. They're, they have a large in, emphasis on uh, recycling, so that fed into it as well. Of course, Wellington is known throughout Aotearoa as you know one of the main arts hubs really in the country. And we talked about accessibility, and that's one of the kaupapa of Māori art for kids. You know, making it readily available in homes for the kids. Um, now this week sees the um, the launch of this year's Māori Market, Julie and Norm. So I just wanted to talk to you about Māori art in general. How accessible do you think it is to Māori Fano? Well, I think I can answer that. Having worked in a couple of galleries, yeah. City Gallery was one of them. Uh, what I was always in trying to encourage everybody in general, but Maori families, is that galleries are for everybody, and oh, doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, how yes. much money you've got. It actually costs nothing to go in, into these galleries, and they're places that have been curated for everyone. So if you've got a funnel of five and you're looking for somewhere to go to entertain your kids, mm. start mm, taking nice. them to galleries when they're young so they understand how to um, be in that space. And, and, the younger, and, the, and the younger they start going in, they realise that, OK, you can't run around, you can't touch, <laughs> you can't touch. But those are the kind of things that you, they can learn and that, that you can teach them. And you're helping them to enter a world that engages imagination and engages language because mm. art is also about having um, developing really uh, depth of language to describe um, or to look at society in different ways. And these artists, are, that's what they do for us. That's they help they us uh, open our minds to different things and... Um, in our own communities and in our own country. Because when we talked about the tiki just before, I was first exposed to a tiki. I grew up in Rotorua at Quido Park, and it was one of my prizes. So they handed me a plastic thing, and I, and I remember saying to my mum, what's this? And she goes, oh, that's a tiki. So, so that was my first being exposed to this Māori thing that I didn't know what, what, what it was, and then I found out that it was a tiki. So... You know, just the the parallels of of how I was exposed to, do I say, Māori art versus the plentiful galleries and markets that the kids can go to. So, kapoi. Yeah. And the other thing I used to tell the kids when they come to the gallery is that if they want to be flash and go hang out with uh, some really uh, flash Wellington people in suits, (laughs) all they need is three dollars for a hot chocolate, and they can hang out (laughs) in that space. You know. These places are for everyone. So Māori Art Market wrapped up today. Um, Norm, what is the purpose of, of Māori Art Market, do you think, or Māori Market? Māori Market, again, it's actually um, giving exposure to Māori artists and it's um, in a forum where everyone can go. Um, and, it's, and it's the first place that you could go into a space 
and you know you're, you're seeing 200 artists in this one space and you're seeing um, top artists Cliff Whiting and Bob Donkey and Sandy Asset and uh, Rangi Kipper and, oh, and don't forget the ladies and the ladies yes, yes. Sonia Snowden and there's a host a whole host of others that are going to be there um, but then uh, you've got the other artists that are up and coming, and so you've got the students and that coming through too. Toy Hokura to- as one. Exactly. So you've got them coming through as well. And if you're saying affordable art, art if you know the art world, is that as soon as they become known, it, the price goes up. So if you can get some of that stuff that isn't known, you'll probably get some really good bargains. And later on you'll go, whoa, it's sort of like the whole thing about anything really, lottery or buying a house or anything like that, you just never know. But um, um, but it's all accessible, it's all there, and these people are all on the internet and you can contact them, they're all around, And it's, but it's just, it's a, it's a fantastic environment and it's uh, humming and Darcy Nicholas and um, Gary Nicholas and that have done an amazing job of com- compiling this and bringing it together and mm-hmm. it's and Tamaho Timara, mm-hmm. all of them and um, the whole they're all sort of crystal and I have to say all of them are, are a great team that have brought this all together to um, and people should enjoy it because it only happens every two years and it's 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 as great as well, really, in the art world. You've got the fashion, you've got the art world, Māori art world. It's it's just as good. Um, what I've seen in in previous uh, Māori art markets is a lot of red dots go up, and the red dots mean sold. So on opening night, we've got you've got um, large people with large corporate budgets, especially there to buy the art, and so they want to get in first because it's a point of difference if they've got. An international uh, business, they want to show off the best of New Zealand, so oh. they're coming there especially to buy uh, really strong pieces that scream out Aotearoa or or say something that's um, um, very innovative because Māori art's very innovative and it hasn't it ha- it has evolved over the years and um, with Māori market I think this is about the third one and gets bigger and bigger every year. Ka pai keitua tu ki te rau ngā kōrero rawe rawa atu Ko te puka puka nei, Māori Art for Kids Me haere whānau ki te hoko Julie, noa noa and Norma Heke Thank you so much, kia ora Kia ora Kia ora